Hey, Martyr. Oh my God, hi. Listeners want to know, what's going on with your love life? Oh my God, don't get me started. These apps have me going crazy. I'm on there for hours, but I can't seem to find a date. Have you heard of Motto? Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with the bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfish after catfish, and I feel like I'm always scrolling the grid. Well, on Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. I love that. Sounds like my kind of app. Get Motto today by going to the link in this episode's description or use invite code ZVOGS when signing up. That's ZVOGS when signing up. Ooh, I think I will. Motto, gay and queer hookups without the nonsense. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. flying mm, hi kids hello um i'm our tier i'm c <laughs> and this is Wicked Wicked oh, baby i'm from florida it's always summer um that's true yeah so um it's currently summer right now for me um this little too oh uh, well, i guess then like start of hurricane season oh yeah um there you go <laughs> miss, miss the hurricane parties um <laughs> don't miss the people um who do we have today? Um, I'm gonna keep making you introduce oh our guests. Oh my god! I hate you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, our lovely guest today is the one and only Ryan Rude Polaroids. Um, <laughs> I don't know your. I do know your last name, but I how don't do you how pronounce it? <laughs> um, it's Rudowitz. Rudowitz. Oh, like like Rude Polaroids. Oh my god. Oh. Oh my God, branding! <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about this. <laughs> oh my God, branding! Love that. Um, how are you, my love? I am doing well. Good. Yeah, yeah, we're we're managing. I think that's correct. we're keeping it together. Yeah, really keeping it together. <laughs> Some days. I know. Um, I'm right there with you, babe. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a Monday girl. Uh, <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Um, honestly, my work, uh, my week starts on Wednesday and usually ends on Thursday. <laughs> Mondays are my weekends, so I'm yeah, here for yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I was up till seven thirty last night, so seven thirty last in the morning. Th- this morning, yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah seven thirty like, last that's night. That's a good time to go to sleep. <laughs> I wow. know mm-hmm. you're taking care of yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Arrested queen. <laughs> Arrested queen. Well rested, absolutely. Um. Anyways, let's get into talking about you, my love. Um, so where are you from originally? Um, yeah, I grew up on Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, People live there full time. <laughs> I crazy. I, it was just <laughs> um, um yeah, it's a wild place. I also grew up there for like a couple years. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh my god. <laughs> I like baby baby like maybe like three to five whoa where um we were on a base um my dad was in the military oh wow Uh, yeah um i I couldn't tell you 
couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I did live there. Anyways. <laughs> um, wow, we're learning more. Uh, yeah. About you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that either. <laughs> um, how was it growing up on the cot? The cave, um, the cave. Yeah, it, I mean, I love it. I could see myself like retiring there. <laughs> um, it was very in like after labor day columbus day everything kind of shuts down and there's not much to do and there's like one restaurant in each town and you can you can always get clam chowder don't worry but um yeah we just like sat in each other's cars and beach parking lots a lot and in the winter but also like I love going to the beach in the winter when it's really windy and it's like just cool to do. But I love it. Did you um, go to Provincetown a lot? Yeah. Um, so where I grew up, I'm I in Yarmouth. It's like 45 minutes from P-Town. Um, but my high school was like 20-ish minutes from P-Town. Um, my uncle also lived in P-Town for a while. Uh, but yeah, we would go like especially in the summer that was like the city because <laughs> uh, there's like more stuff to do and you could get like fried dough and so you'd go oh on a little day trip um yeah so I always kind of like knew what a drag queen was because I just mm. always at least saw one when I was little but that's funny um sounds traumatizing um <laughs> <laughs> Well, look where I am now. So. <laughs> trauma building. Trauma building. Um, yeah. What brought you to New York? Um, I moved after college, like right after I unfortunately went to theater school. And I, Which one? Um, I went to the University of Connecticut. Okay. New England, yeah. Which was like great fun. I moved right after because um, I had an internship doing like house seats and ticketing for um harry potter and that summer worked and then got like my first job and stayed since 2018 so you moved to new york you were doing the ticketing but you still <clears throat> work in theater what do you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i still work in ticketing um it's called ambassador theater group and they had a few we own like a few theaters in new york um the king's theater in brooklyn and oh. then venues like in Texas, San Francisco, Detroit. Um, and it's like a UK based company as well, but I do central ticketing for them. <laughs> do you get free shows? Um, once in a while. Okay. I'm <laughs> like, like, can you our, hook us up? <laughs> <laughs> our like Broadway shows, yes. Um the King shows, it depends. Usually mm-hmm. like what like who did it? Like Jinx is coming this summer, and I'm like, okay, so can I yeah can I go <laughs> um so we'll see but I just started there in uh end of November beginning of December oh, nice. um nice. so it's still fairly new yeah. yeah um King's Theater is like a weirdo place I used to live around the corner but um oh yeah it's a weird neighborhood that's a weird neighborhood <laughs> I love that neighborhood but it's a weird neighborhood it's a weird neighborhood yeah um do you all right so okay you went to school for theater um you work in theater a, yeah I'm I, I didn't I peg you. <laughs> I didn't peg you as a theater girl, but here we are. Honestly, <laughs> that's the nicest thing you could ever say to me. Uh, <laughs> um, do you have any favorite productions or? Um, see, I'm not like. 
yeah <laughs> like trying to or showers yeah yeah um a few years like right before covid there was um what the constitution means to me and mm. i saw it like four times i loved it mm. <laughs> um yeah stuff like that i love um i usually like plays more than musicals i'm not a big early okay I, like i love to see it i'll go give me like a margarita before all the time in my life but <laughs> <laughs> um usually i would rather go see a play i like yeah. playing musicals equally so i totally yeah. i feel like not enough people appreciate plays um i i've mostly seen plays here since i moved here mm. um i've only seen one musical since i moved here um, that's crazy i'm gonna wow. keep it that wow. way it was a little shop of horrors which is my favorite oh, um so. <laughs> i feel like nothing could compare yeah. i need to go see it my best friend works on it and i just still haven't seen it <laughs> I, I know someone who i used to work with who now works there too that's oh, funny. Sure. Huh. probably the same person probably <laughs> yeah i mean i I would like before working at ATG, which I where I am now, I was with Hamilton for four years doing like ticketing. Oh my god, that must have been insane. That was yeah, like I loved everybody there. They were awesome and um yeah, like the show's good. <laughs> um and we had like a few other shows in the office. Um honestly, my fave was the share show. <laughs> yes. Which I saw four times because they needed people to go. <laughs> I would have gone. <laughs> so, like, if a celeb was coming, they would like ask the office, like, "Do you guys know anyone that wants to go?" And I would be like, "I'll go." <laughs> <laughs> oh and yeah, God. I'd get like three margaritas and have the time of my life. <laughs> Honestly, you're living my dream right now. Yeah, I know you're living my dream show. too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, from theater to photography, how did that come about? Yeah. Um. So like I, I I always was um interested in photography. I always had a camera when I was little and in like middle high school, um I would take like I always took all my friends' headshots and all of that for like high school and college. <laughs> um and then like family reunions, I feel like my parents would be like, Ryan, like <laughs> you have a camera, like take the photo and I'd be like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but it really wasn't until I got up uh, my first Polaroid camera in college I was abroad and it was just like a market and it was $15 so I was like okay if it doesn't work it'll be like a decoration uh, but I ended up working and I would just like bring it to parties and I don't know dumb hangs and stuff and take photos and then uh, I did that even like when I moved here and it really wasn't I didn't really get like fully into it more um until covid because i was furloughed and bored out of my mind <laughs> um yeah and so then i would just like i started taking it on my little walks outside and i was like okay take like a photo a day or just mm -hmm. do something with it um so i started getting better at it and then i learned more about it and i was finding cameras um facebook marketplace was great or uh even like Instagram, I was finding all these like instant photographers and Polaroid photographers um, and just learning new tricks and stuff. And yeah. The monster was born. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, 
see each other again. So um, during COVID in uh, my lease ended like June of 2020 and I was supposed to move, but since I was furloughed and didn't know what was happening, I moved back home to the Cape from like July of 2020 until March of 2021. Um, So March, 2021, I moved back to New York, but that time being home was, I mean, it was really nice because I was outside and I was taking photos and Cape Cod is beautiful to do that. But um, once I moved back to the city, I was so sick of taking like polaroids of plants and the ocean or like myself that I was like, oh my God, I can see people. And it was just right when we were like getting vaccinated um, that I just started, I like would message people even if we had never met before, but it's like, we've followed each other on Instagram for years. And I just started messaging and I was like, Hey, I know like we've never actually met, but like, if you want, I would love to like meet in the park. We can keep distance, whatever, but uh, we can go for a walk. And I would love to just like take your portrait and practice. And I found everyone was like, no one really said no. Cause I feel like all of us, needed attention and like wanted <laughs> to see people um so that was really great and then that's how I sort of got into nightlife because then I started bringing it to drag shows so what was that like with once you started bringing it to drag shows because I've never seen a Polaroid photographer at a <laughs> drug show before you, you know? yeah <laughs> um yeah I uh I was friendly with Kiki Ball Change um through like Insta and everything. And then uh, her show with Castrata at Pieces, Two Stupid Queens. Um, my roommate and I would just started going on Tuesdays. Uh, like, I feel like it was like June of 21. And I like had my camera, but I I was like scared to take pictures during the show. Cause I was like, if the flash goes off, like I don't want to draw attention. I don't want to like hurt their eye. I don't know. Um, and so I would just like see them after the show while we were like smoking or whatever. And I'd take a portrait and it was great. And then I just started going like weekly and I, I forget if it was Kiki or Castrata, but after the show one night when I was taking their photo, she was like, you, you know, you can take like pictures during the show. And I was like, oh, like, yes, I just don't want to. And she was like, we see you like literally like wanting to take the picture, <laughs> but you're not. So just take the picture, um, which was great. And so then I just really started doing that. Um, and from there, I just like wanted to see as much drag as possible. So I was I was living in at, in Harlem at the time. So most of the shows I was going to was like, Hell's Kitchen, West Village, Manhattan. Um, and yeah, I just started going to more shows and meeting more performers and taking like a picture during the show and then like a portrait after. Um, how did you um decide on the moniker Rood Polaroids? Yes, um, that was kind of like before when I was still home during um like COVID of it all. Um, when I started getting more serious with it and I was um, meeting, like meeting, talking with so many Polaroid photographers on Instagram and we would like share tips and tricks and stuff. And then um, I was just like thinking about if this could be something, I don't want to be just like 
Ryan Rudowitz. I don't know. <laughs> um, my brother is the one that sort of inspired it in a way. Um, he has a business with his wife in North Carolina. He make they make um, cocktail bitters, and they have like a cocktail supply shop. It's super cute. Um, and his name is Craig Rudowitz, but his company is called Crude. So see rude. And that's uh, was like, well, my name starts already starts with an R. So <laughs> what if I just take rude? Um, and all of my siblings growing up went by the nickname Rudy, uh, like in sports and stuff. And I just, I don't know why I never did. Um, like my sister and brother, some of my brother's friends like still call him Rudy. I just never had that. So I was like, okay, I'll just be rude. Like, let's take that. <laughs> um, and yeah, I then just like, I think I changed my Insta handle one day and a few people were like, oh, I like it. I was like, okay, we're going with it. <laughs> it works. I well, I mean, we talked at the top of the show, but branding, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I also like, I don't know, as a good like describer of the work. I think. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff is like <laughs> we'll get into it. <laughs> um, well, you... I feel like it was so convenient. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess thanks, Dad, for yeah, the right? last. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you mentioned um, Kiki or getting started with Kiki. Do you have other like like go to parties that you like always uh photograph at? Um, yeah, now, well, I guess now, um, I won, like, in the new year, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try not going out as much as I was before. <laughs> um, one, money, two, I need sleep. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, now that I, I, so I moved to Brooklyn a year ago. Um, Welcome. and thank you. <laughs> I love it. Um, and so that was kind of, that was like a new venture because I was like, okay, it's not that I didn't want to come to the shows when I lived in Harlem. I was like, that's so fucking far. Yeah, I know it's hard. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like I, the first time I went to Come On Everybody was um, uh, uh, Lady Gaga. It was a Born This Way, um, Cheeky's show um, oh, yeah. in like December of. 2021 or so and that was like my first time there and I was like oh this is awesome I love it here and once I moved now that's like the closest bar to me and good Judy um so I could now like go out there more um but as for parties I I go to the and photograph the her party a lot Luis Fernando um which is always fun and always a good time. Um, and now when I'm out, like I'll either have my Polaroid or I also shoot like 35 millimeter, just point and shoot. And that's so much easier to carry because I can fit in my pocket. Um, <laughs> so there are nights where I'm like, do I take the Polaroid? Do I take like which one? Um, yeah, I, I was when Lady Liberty was happening. I was there like every Thursday to snap all the performers because that was fun um with Britta because I always knew there was like a one Rue girl co-hosting but then it was a chance for me to meet all of these new and up-and-coming performers which now are like some of my best friends um and watching them compete was always fun and like there were some I'm rooting for, but like trying not to show my bias. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm taking their like photos of everyone, but I'm like, I hope you win. 
All right. Yeah. I, now it's kind of transition because I'll host as well. Mm -hmm. So um, any party that like I'm hosting, I'll always have my camera. Um, until like at the Rosemont a lot. <laughs> mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> nothing <laughs> yeah. good. Nothing good happens. There. No, of course not. <laughs> I, I live down the street and mm -hmm. I'm there too frequently. From yep. my liking. Uh, <laughs> Um, has anyone inspired you when it comes to documenting nightlife? Yeah. Um, a big one for me is Linda Simpson. Um, her drag explosion book, when I discovered her and that book, uh, it was like, uh, August or September of 2021 when I was like, just kind of starting out and getting into the scene. Um, I went to one of her readings at a museum, uh, Photographiska, and it was so cool. And just her talking about it, and it was her and Lady Bunny. Um, we and, were there. Yeah, I was gonna oh say we God. were there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think we briefly. Oh wait, yeah. Yeah, I think we briefly chatted. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get uh, to stay too long, but yeah. it was so cool. I loved it, and just hearing, like, even she was like, I didn't mean like. I was taking photos, but I wasn't thinking I was like documenting mm -hmm. this for later. Like I was just taking photos of my friends, which is kind of what like I started in college and stuff. But um, and then another inspiration, I guess, um, was my uncle and he lived in P-Town for a while. Um, he passed away in October of 2020. And so when I was going through his things with my mom, my mom found like a Polaroid bag and she was like, oh, what, what is this? And we opened it and it's, um, it was a Polaroid camera, which I have over on my shelf here. And then I just discovered like hundreds of Polaroids that he took. And like some of them are just, yeah, like dumb parties with friends. Um, a lot of them are when he lived in P-Town um, those summers. And just like, I have them now like hanging up and they always make me emotional because looking at them, um, a lot of them he aren't in, he's not in, <laughs> um, but he always wrote notes on the back of like the names, the date, the place. Um, so I was able then to post them. I was like, I went on Facebook, crazy. <laughs> and Gross. there was like a Provincetown in the 90s group. And I just like explained who I was. I'm like Jerry O'Neill's nephew um these are polaroids i found that he took in the late 90s early 2000s like just some of them are i love them i would love to get them into the hands of these people that are in it um and just the stories that came out of that was amazing and a lot of them are like they're bittersweet because some of the people in these photos have passed away some are still here with us but it was just really beautiful to see um and i, I like i wish I knew he took these when he was alive and we could share that now, but it's, it's really nice in a way that we have that to share, I guess, or I'll always have that part of him. Um, and one thing that was really special was uh, every, it's like my favorite Polaroid of him and he's in drag. And um, on the back, it says P town, um, like towny drag brunch, 19 summer, 1998. So I was like, what is this like towny drag brunch? Like I need to know more about this. And there was other photos. Um, and so when I was in P-Town, I started asking around and they were like, oh yeah, like that still happens. It's every, like, it's the second to last week of August. 
Um, it's the Thursday, like after carnival. Um, and everyone that lives there that summer and also that has done it before, uh, you get into drag, you go to Bubala's for like brunch and we all sit outside and we like take over the patio and then we walk down commercial street to tea dance. And so I was like, okay, I literally need to be there just to take my own Polaroids of that. Cause I have my uncles. And so last summer was the first summer I did it and it was like amazing. And I brought two of them, two of the Polaroids that he took with me and I met people and they were like, Oh my God, you're Jerry's nephew. Like we've been doing this since like the early nineties. We loved him. That's amazing. And then the guy he was in the photo with, he was like, Oh my God, that's Matthew. Like, let me text him that photo so he can see it. And it was, I like, I was bawling. <laughs> like, it was so special. Um, how did we get? Oh, yeah, that's inspiration. Yeah, that was like so sweet. I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit. <laughs> I know, me I too. I'm like, okay. Well, um, we're gonna take our first break after that. We need, we need to wipe our eyes. My like, mascara is running. <laughs> um, we'll be right back. <laughs> wig, did you just say wig? <laughs> oh my god. Wig, okay. I know. Wig, I feel that already. Wig, okay. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. my wig to go flying and we're back Ooh, um i have wiped away my tears <laughs> no tears left to cry thank you ariana okay. grande uh, <laughs> um where should we start with this one um so back in january okay you won best nightlife photographer at the glam awards um, Yay, a winner. A, a winner. We're, we're not used to that here. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um <laughs> how was that um ex- both experience winning, um, being nominated, all the all the feelings. Tell us everything. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a crazy, amazing night. Um yeah, it was wild. Like I was not, I was very surprised and already tipsy. <laughs> and, um like so so honored just like to be nominated (laughs) um it's so that was my second year uh going in and being nominated uh the first year I went it was so like I just was like oh my god this is an amazing event just everyone is here but I'm also like so who's working right now like what's going on Mm -hmm. (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but yeah this past January like I asked um I really was not expecting to win, (laughs) but I had an idea like in December-ish of uh, I wanted to like wear something fun this year. Um, And so I had this idea and I asked 10 yards, Sam, if he, because I have no clue how to make anything, but I was like, I want to wear my Polaroids, but I don't want to, because I've seen like Polaroid dresses and shirts and stuff, but usually the Polaroid is like hooked and it, I didn't want to ruin any of the photos or poke a hole in them. Um, so I was like, what if I just wore it like pockets? Like, can you just make a jacket, like a plastic jacket? And he was like, oh yeah, that's easy. <laughs> I was like, okay. And, uh, and I was like, can you put like rude on the back? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> um, So he made me this 
amazing jacket. I love it. Um, and I was like, I'm literally going to wear like all the people I love on this jacket and it's going to be a great time. And sat with my friends. It was cool. Find great. And literally everyone that's nominated for nightlife photographer is incredible. And like, I just would be happy if any of them <laughs> won because we're all doing the same thing and we're not like, we, there's, I'm not competing with any of them because we all do very different things and take our own photos and videos. Um, so it's just very special, but yeah, I won and I was like, what? <laughs> so Michael, my best friend was like, go, like you have to go up there. Um, yeah, I was just like blown away and very um, honored and it felt really nice um, to be in that room and to just be recognized for what I was doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> your your speech was one of my favorites of the night. I feel like it was like so like genuine, you know? That I look back and I was like, what are you saying? I loved it. Because <laughs> I feel like people don't really get excited. Like, especially like the like the performers who get nominated. They're so yeah, used to yeah. being on stage. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It, sometimes they feel like they're a little bit like too like too good for it. <laughs> Not everybody, but like sometimes you get that impression. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to see someone like genuinely excited to like be there. <laughs> I just like that and then of course going after I was like oh my god I didn't like say anything about like AJ or Anthony or like Captain Wonder whoever and yeah but um, it was they're, they're it's losers they're losers <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it was awesome <laughs> also that jacket was so cool yeah yeah I know I'm like trying to find another time to wear it but I feel like it's obnoxious. No, it's it's. it's Baby, you. you work with drag queens. You're fine. Yeah, I'm like this is like the least obnoxious thing you're gonna be surrounded by. Yeah, you're fine. Um, on, well, honestly, start start um running it into the budget of like when you get booked. Be like, I I need a coat fee. <laughs> yes, it did make it really helpful throughout the night. Cause of course, I had my cameras. Um, but I could take a Polaroid and immediately. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like genius. carry it around the box and like have to put it face down on the table or something. This I was like, oh my god, this is so easy. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, another big project this year um was the paper magazine photo shoot. Yeah. Um, how how was that for you? Um, and how was it uh taking pictures of 70 drag queens in a couple hours <laughs> that um it was awesome when this lady asked me to be a part of it I was like oh my god of course what like what do you need I can do it she's like I think we're like it, it, our original idea was um we'll take some pictures of like however many and we'll use the polaroids to spell out nyc um and I was like okay that's like easy and so I used the Polaroids I had in my apartment to just see like how many I would need and I was like okay I'll I'll need to take like at least 30 40 Polaroids so couldn't you like I don't I I'm I will take anyone's picture can you set up that and so she was like yeah I I will plan it like I think we'll just do it at hardware I have my show that night um I the best thing about Polaroid is like the background doesn't really matter it's I put up a white cloth and a black cloth and it was like one or the other um and yeah it was just portraits so very easy setup not a big deal so she was like what about this coming Sunday like from 
nine to 11. Is that, does that work? And I was like, yep, perfect. As long as people show up and I, it'll take truly like two seconds. Um, and so she got like 80 performers to come. And I was like, there's going to be a line out of hardware right now just to take a Polaroid, which I'm like, slay. But um, it was so fun. There were so many people that um, I met for the first time or like we followed and I was like, oh my God, so nice to finally meet you in person. <laughs> um, but it was, it, it was so fun. And I think it just really captured um, drag, like New York City drag and doing, yeah, I, the total number was like 73, I think. Work. Work. Um, yeah. And too many. Um, <laughs> the thing is, like, that's only like a small percentage of like how many people are actually working in nightlife right now. So, right. Uh, yeah. Which like, is crazy. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Um, it was I was honored to be a part of it. And then I took those Polaroids and my friend Nico and I uh, spelled out NYC like in the subway station by us. Um, and that took like it took us like an hour and a half to like oh my goodness tape them to the subway wall and like all that but <laughs> um yeah it re they really turned out great and also the um the subway photo shoot also did. <laughs> um and uh thank you for taking me photo and making me look ghostly as ever um <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the thing i i say is like y'all do 75 percent of the work and i click the button because you that's honestly why i got into nightlife because everyone looks amazing and it's it tells a story and it's like nothing I've seen before and it just captures so well on Polaroid. I love that too. I think it's one of my favorites so far. Mm -hmm. They'll hey. all be released by the time this comes, this comes out. out. Yeah, yeah. but um, oh, there's so many, which is also yeah <laughs> amazing. And just all the different creatives that have worked on it, not just the performers, but all the different photographers that are doing it and videographers and creative directors. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah um we love you brooklyn or new york drag right yeah yeah it's new york <laughs> it's, it's really brooklyn. it's brooklyn <laughs> we're cool kids at um caitlin you want to take over? wait i have a question this is you don't have to keep this uh -huh. in too though miss cracker was there that night <laughs> um no she okay. did the day she couldn't do that sunday so then i went back monday the next um yeah the day after monday and we snapped a few pics and noah was there to uh do the video yeah i was gonna say i don't remember her but no because she's <laughs> she's like very prominently in that shoot and i was like i didn't hear about her being there. <laughs> yeah. she's an old friend so i was just wondering yeah. um she's also a polaroid girl that's how she? we became, yeah we became friends um i was helping out at one of her shows like upstate and uh i had to drive her to the gig and we just started talking and she was like, oh yeah, like I saw you take Polaroids. I also like have an old like vintage camera and we just like went on a spiral about Polaroid and now we'll like text each other pictures we've taken and she's an incredible photographer. I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah, she always has a, like a Polaroid on her. There was one night at Industry, like 2021. Um, it was after some show and then she, oh, it was a fundraiser. Um, and then she was doing her sh a sh pop-up show with uh, Keisha Carr. And I had already shot all of my film. And I was like, fuck me, because I want to take more photos and crackers here and Keisha. And I just was like, ugh. And she was like, oh, I have an extra pack. Like, do you want to use that? 
And she was like, I mean, like, obviously, please take a photo of me. But <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Someone else here has a pack of Polaroid film. Thank you. And so she gave me the pack and I shot it. <laughs> Polaroids are the drugs of NYC. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Back alley deal over here. <laughs> Listen, some of those, like, commemorative packs... Um, yeah oh my god hard to find <laughs> also not related but i really want to get the barbie one it's very oh, expensive cute. oh no i i wish i had it i really I want it the, um cosmetic <laughs> devil one is that what it's called yeah like Bluetooth? yeah what's his, is that his name yeah yeah okay i was like, I'm like <laughs> there's that 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 one i was like it's really cool because it folds up and yeah Ooh. um i but I think I have like some of the only remaining uh Keith Herring Polaroid clap. Don't use it. Yeah, oh, I'm not okay. using it. <laughs> um, I do have the camera, but um, I, um, and I that's where I mostly shoot out of when I take them. But um, I do have some of like the borders. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I can't use them. <laughs> not allowed. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, maybe for a special day, but probably not. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, let's get this back goes into in, this, yeah. this goes into our next question. It doesn't uh, matter. We can keep okay. this. Okay. <laughs> um, what are the best and worst parts of working with Polaroid Phil? <laughs> um, one, I mean, my favorite thing is I get to hold a photo because nowadays, like, it's if I wasn't shooting Polaroid, I'm like, when do I actually hold a picture? Unless I like bought a print or something. Um, <laughs> the worst part is now I have all these fucking Polaroids in my apartment and shoe boxes full that are need to be organized and all of that. But, um, yeah, I just love taking a photo and it captures it in that moment. It's to me, Polaroid is very in the moment. It's kind of, yeah, it's a spur of the moment captures it and then you hold it and it develops within minutes. Um, the worst part is like, you don't really know what there are days where I'm like, that's going to be a great photo. <laughs> and I look at it and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Because <laughs> it just is so finicky um, and you need so much lighting. Uh, anything could go wrong if you're not supposed to shake them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say best part is like, I now have a memory that I can hold. I can put up in my apartment. Um, and worst part is the organization. <laughs> I, I always get like I because I grew up using Polaroids as a kid, but like, you know, it's really, really hard to like, you know, control the environment. for. Yeah, it. I found <laughs> like this camera. I mostly shoot on like SX-70s um, mm. and I have found they give me more control. So huh. these from this one's from like 1978. It's been refurbished, but um, this has like a focus that I manually control oh. the exposure. So that's how I get more um, like what, if I'm at a drag show, I'll have uh, my sonar, which has an automatic feature. So it can automatically focus because like y'all are dipping moving. and moving. And like, if I have to sit there and be like, sorry, just hold. And like, <laughs> 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 it that makes it much easier but if i'm just like taking a portrait i would use this and i could focus on whoever i didn't even know it had that 
they have that option. That's so crazy. I, well, that's because it's a fancy one, okay? <laughs> no, I know, but like I didn't even know like that type of camera existed for Polaroids. Yeah, I I mean I didn't either. Like the first camera I got was um like a six hundred from the eighties nineties, like the big plastic and folds up, and I still have those, but I rarely use them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fan of the outcome of physical media, but not a fan of doing the physical media because <laughs> yeah. um they're a they're a bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, do you? Do you have some of your uh, favorite photos like you've ever taken? Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of them are like, there are a few where I'm like, that's a really good photo. <laughs> but some of them, some of my favorites are the memory associated with it. Um, one, like I'm looking at one, I took one of uh, Laurel Charleston at Bushwig 2021 and I had followed their work for a while on Instagram and their makeup is insane. Um, and I saw them at Bushwig, took a photo. I didn't know it was them because the whole look is incredible. Uh, and then after I took the photo, I was like, oh, like, I, hi, I'm Ryan. Do you have an Instagram? Like, what's your name? So I can send it to you or tag you. And they're like, oh, it's I'm Laurel. And I was like, "That oh, hi. <laughs> oh, my God, I love your work. Um, so that's one of my favorites, but a lot of them are just the memories associated with it of like, there's one of Kiki and Castrada I took that summer when I first started getting into it and they both, it was like the end of their show and I knew they were going to both go into splits because I, 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 classic, I could see it in their eyes. And so they both <laughs> like jumped and went into a split and they like looked up and they're just beaming and they look so happy um, and they're kind of like holding hands and it just makes me happy. It's like my favorite photo of them. And it was an earlier one that I had taken. Um, yeah, I mean, I like there are so many that I do love, but. I don't know. I was I, I was looking at your um, recap of last year. Oh, yeah. Like a little my favorite one from that was the Olivia Lux one. Oh, it looks that photo is incredible. Like, <laughs> yeah, that one, yeah, she's stunning. And yeah, that one is one of my favorites. <laughs> like, uh, it really captures her essence, which is like, you know, that's hard to do, especially yeah. with the medium you're using. Right. Yeah, she just is gorgeous. Um, but yeah, I, I liked, I, so that was like my second year doing a, like a recap. Um, and it was, it's fun for me just to like, look back at all the photos I took that year and see what I like. And again, choosing those is always hard because I'll, I'll go, cause I can only do like 10 on Instagram. Um, but I'll, I'll try and like start at 20 and then like work my way down. And, and some I'm like, this is like an okay photo in my standards or whatever, but it's like, I just remember that night cause I had so much fun with my friends and or like this was an incredible performance and that's why it's now like one of my favorites but the photo itself is like eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have a lot of photos like that <laughs> yeah yeah um okay so you started taking photos of nature walks i'm assuming kind of um you yeah. went plant. from uh, plant lives drag queens Tell us about the shoots. 
the other shoots. <laughs> Tell us about the other shoots, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um yes i didn't know uh, you were gonna transition more here i thought i was gonna ask with that me. yes that is also another uh aspect of the rude polaroid i'd say <laughs> uh but yeah i mean i think it kind of started and like when i was still home and i was doing some self-portraits um because i was tired of nature and one thing in general with me with Polaroid is I like shooting people. Um, oh, don't <laughs> take that out of context. Uh, That's the clip. You're not. You're not about. a peeping Tom. <laughs> and I just got canceled. So <laughs> finally, um, no. There is like okay. I, I follow all of these Polaroid photographers that are incredible, and they take like these gorgeous nature shots. But then I take a photo of something in nature and I'm like that's just a fucking rock like I don't know how <laughs> these people make it look so magical and cool um and I think I was like meant to photograph people but and like capture their energy so I started getting more into uh self-portraits and like I would just drive so I was I had so much time <laughs> I would go to like Michael's and buy like a backdrop or like fun props like peacock feathers or whatever and I just started like using the self-timer and kind of moving myself around seeing what I could get um and it also was a way to kind of explore like my sexuality and what I so I started doing like some nude shoots of just even myself and um just seeing like what that did and it kind of I gained confidence in myself and my body and like how I could capture it and um or just like I was like oh is this what the camera sees I don't know <laughs> um and then you know like once we could once I was doing nightlife it was also a way to meet people and the good thing about Polaroid is like everyone does know what a Polaroid is no matter what you see that square and people go that's Polaroid um and I found like because I gained a lot of confidence in taking like nudes <laughs> that um I a lot of like queer people I mean who hasn't taken a nude these days but <laughs> it's like that's on your phone and this again you can hold and like you can keep it you could show whoever or you could show no one and it could stay like in your sock drawer um and talking to a lot of older gay men and queer people a lot of them had like still have Polaroids they took of themselves or with like a lover or a partner. Um, and what was uh, interesting, what I started to learn was uh, Polaroid is, has always been very queer because when, if you back in earlier days, <laughs> um, if you brought film to go get developed and if there was an intimate moment on that or a kiss or whatever it may be um they like you may never see it or they could destroy it or you could be outed um but a polaroid it develops right in front of you and no one else will see it other than the people you want to show um so it was a way for queer people to kind of express themselves or see these like intimate moments that we see so many like straight people kissing in tv and movies and photos that this was like special for them um so when I started like fully understanding that, I was like, that's so true. And um, once I, uh, I did a like a, yeah, a uh, an art fair, um, the summer of 21, and it was like a, 
erotic queer erotic art show and a lot of the artists involved in it I knew just from like New York a lot of them are painters drawers um uh but and some photographers and the guy reached out because he had seen like some of my work and was like would you be interested in like showing your polaroids they'd have to be for sale and I was like I've never done that but sure and so I went through like what I had most yeah self-portraits and that was just like being at the art show and talking with all of those people that would come up and they're like wow this is so cool that like a lot of a lot of people are impressed that polaroid is like back and um they're like so are like do you take photos of other people and i was like yeah like people have reached out to me at this point because um my favorite is i feel like i'm going all over the place so apologies if none of this makes sense (laughs) um I found like some people will message me and say like, oh, like it's my boyfriend's birthday coming up. Like I want to like give him like a nice nude of myself or like, or not even nude, but like sexy picture. Um, That's like not just, I took on my like phone and I was like, oh my God, let's do it. Like if you have like a pair of underwear you want or accessories or whatever, like if you have any ideas or references, like send them my way. Otherwise, like I'm very go with the flow. Um, And I usually prefer to shoot people like in their own environment because everyone's like most comfortable in their own home. Um, But I'm happy to do it like at my apartment or I'll rent a studio, like whatever the person wants. And I usually take like in a shoot, like I'll usually take like the first 30 minutes to just kind of like chill and talk because I want to get to know you because that then helps me take the photo and kind of capture your energy and what you want out of this. Um, And it was just, it's become one, a great way for me to make money off of photography because it's hard with like nightlife is yes, hit or miss. Um, But I found it was a way also the, connecting with people like I've met so many people now through these private shoots that they have never felt like comfortable in front of a camera or they don't um it's kind of awkward to start but then they see the photos after and they're like oh my god like thank you so much this is crazy like I have never done this before or I just I wanted to express myself in this way and you captured it and now I can have this forever and frame it or not like put it in my sock drawer um yeah I mean it's just like and that also I have found like um taking these photos my I've tried to capture like yes there's like the very erotic like porn (laughs) and then there's the stuff that's more suggestive and um it could just be like I'm I'm shooting a couple that maybe they are in the middle of having sex or whatnot but it's a moment where their hands are just locked and against like each other's chest or like a graze of the neck or cheek and looking at the photo it tells a whole story that yes like I they were fucking but you can't fully get that in the like you can piece it all together but it's not like a it's not porn (laughs) It, it it sounds like it reminds me of more of like you know classic art than it yeah. does you know yeah 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 you know like yeah. smut film I guess right and yeah it's yeah I don't know I love it <laughs> um uh, so, so I guess you got started with that like getting approached initially well you said uh, 
Um, yeah, like, I mean, it started first with, uh, like, friends that mm -hmm. I knew would be comfortable. And I just sort of expressed interest of, like, um, or honestly, like, even, like, hookups. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that makes sense. What? Yeah, like, <laughs> um, like I would, I had my camera, so I was like, do you mind, like, if I could just take a Polaroid, like, in this moment or in whatever is happening? And most of the, like, most of the time they're like, oh my God, yeah, like, sure. Because it wasn't even, like, that I wanted to share it with the world. I just wanted to, like, capture this moment and I'm fucking addicted to Polaroids. So, <laughs> I don't know, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it started with, like, people that I had a relationship with and um, kind of went from there or I feel like word of mouth spread and people started finding out about it that then people would reach out and I was like yeah that's me like I'll do it <laughs> and, um, and yeah it, 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 like also with nightlife kind of ties into it because a lot of like queer nightlife is there is sex involved and bodies and it could naked or not. Um, and now I've kind of shot like certain nightlife parties that may have like sex involved in it, but um, it was in that way of like once word of mouth got out, it was then easier to book and do that. And so sometimes all have ideas of like, Ooh, I really want to capture kind of like this, or I have an image in my mind that I want to capture. Um, and I could ask like two models to do it, but I find like my favorite honestly is shooting a couple because I'm like, you guys are familiar with each other. You know each other, your likes, dislikes, everything. And I'm just kind of like in the corner. <laughs> um, and that makes it much easier. And it's, I find it more natural. It's interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> It's a new perspective because it's like we don't get to talk to a lot of photographers on the show. So I like really? hearing like a different, you know, I think perspective you're, you're a second. Them. Yeah, you're a second. You're one. a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on top of photography, you have also hosted and produced different nightlife events. What has that been like? Um, that's been really fun. I I've always kind of like growing up and college, everything, I've always been a planner. And so I like like planning events and producing things. Like when my sister got engaged, I wasn't, I was like a sophomore in, or freshman, sophomore in high school. And like, she told my mom and I, she got engaged and immediately my mom and I are like, okay, so what colors do you want to go with? Like, where are we having it? What's like, and she was like, I just got engaged, like chill. <laughs> and in college, like I did like the whole class, like showcase and planning like our New York acting showcase all of that and that's always fun to me and it keeps me busy so kind of transitioning into nightlife I've only done a few like produced the events which is great um yeah and it's just like I have some ideas for certain parties and it's like I feel like people would be interested in this and luckily most like the times I've done it but people are and it's been a good turnout um but hosting is also fun because to me it's like I would have supported this party anyways, but now I can be like a small little piece and take a few photos and it's, yeah, I, I love it. It's great. It, it was something that I didn't, uh, like even when I first got into the nightlife scene, I didn't really know was a 
a job or like what people did. It just was like, no, I got a ticket to the party. I didn't know people like planned it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bitch and a half. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work. And yeah. yeah. And it's a lot of work on your own and supporting yourself and mm-hmm. There are some venues that help and some venues that don't. (laughs) Yep. No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, But it's, it, I love it. It's cool. And so I've, I like, I, I want to start to produce more events. It's just, if I didn't have a day job, it would be much easier. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it, I hope to do more. I don't know how you do all that you do already. Like, <laughs> when do you know. sleep? <laughs> yeah. yeah, truly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So the last question for our little section here is: Um, do you have any dream subject that you would want to capture on film, like a person, a personality, celebrity, anything like that? Mm. Yes. I mean, obviously, like. Like, would love to get Rue, which that would be awesome. But um, I I don't know if it's more like a, I guess it's a subject. Um, I, my dream, if I could, is if I could just support myself through photography or if I had a remote day job, um, I would love to apartment swap with like people just around the country um, and then eventually around the world. But I want to go to every city and find what that queer scene is. And I want to mm-hmm. capture like a Wednesday night in Portland or Chicago or a Saturday night in like New Orleans. Um, and just to see what that's like and really document like the queer scene currently in 2023 in like whatever city I'm in. That would be a dream. And on that note. <laughs> We're gonna take our last little break. And we'll be right back, kids, with our usual wrap up shit. Bye. Bye. Wig, okay. have a different question here so i mean i can't ask that question <laughs> you don't Ra- do drag <laughs> yeah Ryan, do you ever want to be on drag race or drag you <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> listen i think like drag race italy had like that one person that was like barely in makeup and <laughs> really they were like pretty like i haven't kept, kept drag, up but not like not in new york uh-huh. <laughs> What was your drag name? Are we learning secrets right now? Well, I had to, my college, my mm-hmm. first, um, so, like freshman year, you couldn't be cast. Sophomore year, the first show we did, I got cast like as a drag queen. <laughs> but it was in the show called Anonymous. And the character is a woman, but then the director was like, no, you'll just, you'll be a drag queen. And I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> there was really no reason. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hey. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, college senior year, like uh, fundraising for our senior showcase. Um, 
in junior year, I planned like a lip sync for your life event, just like for fun. And then senior year, we did it so that we could raise money. And so all the seniors got into drag and I was like, Rue, like the head judge and um, anyone that wanted to perform could perform. And then it was like a showdown and the audience voted. That's cute. Just fun. Cute little, and now it keeps going. I started a tradition. I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, planning the only time. I'm um, sure if you stay in Brooklyn long enough. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I do want, um, it's more to recreate a photo. But, uh, there's a photo of my uncle, of a Polaroid, of him in this like leather jacket, black dress, um, soft mug, and, like blonde kind of Marilyn Monroe hair. And he's like on a motorcycle. And I really want to recreate it, but me. Yes. <laughs> So, I'm like that I'm not gonna do the makeup I'm gonna need a drag queen to do it for me <laughs> yeah that'd be cute that would be you can exchange the photo shoots yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go um so earlier in the podcast you mentioned um you bring your little point and shoot um have you thought of any other types of like photography mediums like either videography what, what have you what do you think yeah um so what I started on was like digital and I, I still have it I I have like a Canon Rebel T3i was my first like bigger camera I think and I got it in high school um it's in my closet I truly have not touched it since like junior year of college um and I've been like kind of itching to get back into it or just like to see what I could capture um something like Polaroid at least like when I go out I know that I have a certain amount of shots and so it does kind of hinder me in a way but also there are nights where I used to go out with like so much film just because I was like I don't want to miss a moment because <laughs> um, there have been those times where I like have run out of film and then something happens or like I walk by a cool street sign and I'm like fuck I don't have fucking film <laughs> but there are, I also like going and knowing, oh, I have one pack of film for the night and that's going to capture my evening. And if I take them all in the first hour, so be it. And if I have none left for later, that's it. And that's like how I saw the night. Um, but I, ha- uh, I, my friends live nearby me and they're big photographers as well. And they have a bunch of different like film um, cameras. And so I have my tiny little point and shoot and it's fun and easy, but I do want to get, I want to learn more about 35 millimeter and um, like medium format and that. Um, but yeah, I have been trying to like collage and use these Polaroids that are just taking up space at this point. So kind of like, I have gotten to the point where I'm okay with destroying some to like make something new. Not, not like, nice. Oh, like cutting it up, okay. <laughs> but like cutting them or, um, do you know what emulsion lifts are? Yes. I, yeah. I like really, um, I'm starting to learn about it and do it. It's when, um, you take like a Polaroid and I would cut like the white border off so that it's just the photo. And then you peel back, like the film and you put it in water and you use like a paintbrush and you kind of pretty much like take the photo off 
and then you can put it onto something else. So I've seen like these incredible photos, then they cut it up, take it, and then they put it on like a piece of wood or mm. like something, just something else. And I want to do that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. You definitely have plenty of like things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I would start with all these, like my shit photos that like didn't come out or whatever. So that mm -hmm. I can just practice on those. Exactly. That'd be cool. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, I believe it's my favorite question. It's the one you've been dreading. <laughs> um, Ryan, a rude, rude boy, a rude boy Polaroid. Um, can you give us a tantalizing tale of nightlife debauchery? Um, something crazy that you've seen or witnessed or heard about or maybe even partook in? Um, what do you got for us? Um, yeah, I recently shot um, a leather and lace party uh, back in February, and it's called No Limits. Um, Dean Dante and Audrey Phoenix uh, are the ones that produce it and run Leather and Lace. Um, they kind of throw them all over, like Astoria. Now they've uh, this one was at Red Eye in Manhattan, in Midtown. Um, so I didn't really know like what I was getting into. They uh, were like, it is a kink friendly party. Um, like we want you to take Polaroids and take photos like during the party there it's uh, no limits. The theme was like, I think underwear, like, yeah, no, like there are no limits, wear whatever you want. If you want to wear like everything, go for it. If you want to wear nothing, great. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm walking into this. How is this gonna work? Like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and then there was um, like Audrey was set to perform at like midnight, and Cheeky uh, Regina was as well. And then there was also a like demonstration, and I was like, demonstration, okay. Um, so I was I was walking around taking some photos, but within like truly minutes of me getting there like it is full-on sex party and so it's like this weird uncomfortable me being uncomfortable not like the party but I'm like I know I take nudes but like when someone is like literally sucking someone's dick I don't want to be like hey can I just take like keep doing what you're doing can I just take a photo real quick like but like don't don't let me get in the way and also <laughs> the best part I think for me was once it was like full on crowded and uh, the drag performances happened. Um, and then there was uh, the demonstration, which uh, his name or his handle uh, is Wood Expound and he is um, into bondage and uh, he tied someone up, but also like was I'm like what do you say <laughs> probing and using different toys and metal objects and um then he fucked them and I'm like shooting all of this but also like literally just I'm fully clothed but like everyone around me is naked <laughs> and fucking <laughs> then the best part was like me trying to step over and in between while all of these people around me are kissing sucking fucking touching everything but also like dancing having a good time and I'm like I see Audrey at the other end of the bar and I need to get to her to like I was going to get a drink but I'm like 
just is like trying not to be in the way, but also people are like <laughs> swaying and moving. It was, it was definitely a night I'll remember. Um, and I told like them, like I got a lot of Polaroids, but I was like, I don't think you need, like, I shouldn't be telling you this as a photographer, but I don't think you need a photographer because people just want to fuck. <laughs> and yeah. I am kind of harsh in the vibe right now <laughs> with like being like, excuse me. Like, <laughs> it was definitely interesting. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> but now it, I'm, doing, yeah. I'm doing one. Um, there's one this Friday or it's a no limits. That's at rock bar. But instead of like, me walking around the party I'm having like a little photo booth and I the theme is but they wanted like a foot fetish Polaroid booth so I guess I'll just be taking pictures of people's feet wiki feet right here and Uh and they'll I mean and they get to keep the Polaroid so I'm like slay I feel like that's a good like you know use of what you can bring Right, yeah. Like again, this is part of queer nightlife. I'm like, I'll do it. I don't care. It's fun. It's new. <laughs> it, it, I feel like it would be hard to get consent for that party. Like that, taking photos. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. And then it just got to a point where I was like, "They're he's has his mouth full. I'm not gonna." Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Honestly, my least favorite thing to photograph until I started doing the one at the Rosemont. I like a year ago I photographed my first like comedy show (laughs) and I told myself I would never again because (laughs) it was at Stonewall and um like I'm there side of the stage Uh, a few comics are going up like great funny I took a few photos and then there were just like some comics that went up and I was like okay they're like getting ready for the joke I'm like waiting to take the photo um and like setting up for the punchline <laughs> and they say the punchline and I click the button, but no one laughs. So my flash goes off. And then the worst thing about a Polaroid is it makes fucking noise. So then it's like, no one laughs. And then all you hear is chick. <laughs> and everyone is looking at me and I'm like, I am never shooting a comedy show again. <laughs> I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's so, like, I guess it adds to the... That's what I was like. I need I need the jokes beforehand. I need to know people are going to laugh. Like, no, yeah. It's yeah. a tough crowd. Oh, oh Lord. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You were the comedy show. Though. Yeah. You... <laughs> I was the clown. <laughs> Honk. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh god oh my god okay caitlin take it away (laughs) so i feel like you're kind of coming full circle because you have an upcoming provincetown gallery exhibit yes um end of august uh through labor day and it's also it works out perfectly because it's um it opens friday august 25th but the day before that is the townie drag brunch. So I get to be there. I get to take photos again. And then I'll be setting up the gallery for the next day. Um, yeah, it just like, it, I still can't really believe it. It's I've done a few exhibits um, and have like photos, ha- have had some of my photos in 
um, certain exhibits or shared exhibits in galleries. Um, but this is my first of like, it's fully going to be me. <laughs> part of me is like, fuck, but also like, fuck. <laughs> I'm still figuring out like what I'm going to put up um, and kind of what like the whole theme is, because this will be my first time kind of showcasing like what I'm doing and um and P-Town is like a home away from home and I love it so much that I'm yeah I'm very excited yeah I was gonna ask what theme but you're still deciding. it's I like I have some ideas and I'm still I have to decide like I need a final decision with the photos um by like July so I still have a... oh you got a lot yeah you're yeah. fine and um I don't know. I want, I like, I want to showcase kind of everything we've talked about today of like queer nightlife, but also um, like what I do on the side of private shoots and queer intimacy and in that nature of, so I'm like trying to figure out how they kind of connect. And I think the biggest thing for me is like community and how I've found um, like, we are all a part of the LGBTQ community, but, um, there's all the little communities within that that make up this big community. Um, and me, like, even like me doing a foot fetish photo booth, like personally, I'm, I've never done that and I'm not big into feet, not to yuck anyone's yum, but I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking do that. That's great. Like, let's try it and see what I get. Um, so I'm like trying to connect all of them, but really showcase a little bit of everything if I can. <laughs> I like it. You're, are you doing like, another show in like Paris or something? Did I make that up? <laughs> um, yes. Well, I found out it's not Paris, but oh. it's south of France. I, he is from Paris. So I immediately was like, oh my God, Paris. <laughs> and then I looked up the gallery and I was like, Ryan, <laughs> like, that me in my head I was like France that means Paris like there's no other city (laughs) there's no it's just Um, France is just Paris yeah this um artist reached out to me on Instagram and he just like saw my work on Insta and um he is doing an exhibit at this gallery where his work is being showcase excuse me um as and then he wants me to be the other artist and it's um about masculinity and uh he saw my polaroids and he wants to feature some drag and some like more eroticism and kind of the spectrum of masculinity and that's june to july but i'm like i don't i'm not gonna be there Okay, but two two gallery shows in a year. That's that's pretty good. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, my good. next, I want one in New York. That's my next. Mm. There you go. There There's you plenty go. of galleries. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's the next journey. Um, I also see we're seeing a, a coffee book, a coffee table book in the near future. Yes. Um, kind of like I am inspired by Linda Simpson and everything she's done and kind of made with her book um but yeah it's it's I say future I don't know how near future it will be because I I like have compiled so much that then I'm like oh do I do just do I make it now or do I wait like 10 years or five years and keep keep going and doing what I'm doing um or maybe there's additions (laughs) I was gonna say you could just do like certain periods of time yeah, I was gonna say years, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> you sound you want a year. Yeah, your yearbook. Oh god. 
<laughs> yearbook. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you take enough photos for that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any advice or what's the best advice you've received about photography? Ooh. Oh, that's good. Um, I think, I think for me is like, just trust yourself because if you like, I found when I was really starting out or, um, for the first like year or so, even with nightlife, I was so hard on myself of like, the picture has to be perfect. And I guess with Polaroid, this gets more niche, but no Polaroid is perfect. Like it's kind of an imperfect quality and film it's not amazing <laughs> like um but in the moments that I just was like oh my god I'm just gonna take the photo and not fucking think about it those are the photos that are really good and the photos that I was overthinking and putting too much thought into it of like okay is it in the right position is it I didn't capture the energy in the moment that I was trying to go for so I think if you just just trust yourself and press the fucking button like just press it <laughs> Martyr. <laughs> but, yeah, like, <laughs> in many ways like press the button on whatever you want to do you're right martyr no. <laughs> i'm gonna fight this bitch i swear yeah I'm like whoa <laughs> martyr is notorious for you know setting up shots for a very long time <laughs> oh i'm a monster um that's yeah. why i don't shoot other people yeah no there's no reason there's yeah, no reason. i totally um, yeah um I'll, I'll tell you when we're done uh, recording <laughs> <laughs> uh do you have any other future projects to promote um i know I'm, we kind of covered them here i know i don't i'm like do i not that i know of <laughs> that's okay uh, <laughs> um yeah i want to i want to produce more events <laughs> the one event i <laughs> saw on my phone um which I, was, I feel like it's a running joke on twitter of like this community of horny like brooklyn photographers <laughs> and there's just a lot of them where i'm like i just want to do a show of like are you the next horny brooklyn photographer <laughs> and have like <laughs> sherry poppins be a judge <laughs> like Martyr would participate, right? Like, on this time and Cal to Sherry yeah. Poppins, Randy like a Jackson. Little, yeah, a little competition, like fun. Like, it's not a really a big deal, but there'll be a little yeah. prize. But like, I think it'd be a cute. That would be cute. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, I've seen the um horny Brooklyn photographers um talk. Uh I'm proud to be part of the community. <laughs> Um, I'm a child of God. <laughs> I don't partake. <laughs> um, a lot of people don't know that God actually was a horny Brooklyn photographer. <laughs> First, I, some would say. I'm logging off. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, our our penultimate question or ultimate question. I don't know. I don't know. The oh, it's the last one. That's the last one. <laughs> um um where do you want to take your photography in the future you've got given us a good idea but let's see what's the ultimate stamp um i want 
I mean, like the world, but um, one, maybe it's a weird answer, but like, I want to take it to more straight people. Words. <laughs> In a way of like, I had a really good conversation with my mom a few months ago. Um, because she doesn't like my parents don't really have social media and they only see photos like if I text it to them or like I show them in person um but I think she like found my Instagram through one of her friends and saw some pics that she was like <laughs> Ryan <laughs> um of just like out and about in nightlife and it was insta so like they were appropriate in a way but she didn't like some of the words come dump <laughs> <laughs> so I got a text at like eight in the morning and all of these words of like, really, Ryan, what 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 are you taking photos of? What is this? And I had this like amazing conversation with her because at first I was like, oh my God, do I apologize? Or like, and I was like, no, I, I like support all of those photos I took and some of them are really good and some of them I've sold. Like I, I stand by all of those. And so I said that and she was like, I respect that you stand by it, but like, I'm your mother. I don't like, I can have an opinion. I don't like that. And I'm like, sure, but you're not my audience. Like I'm not taking them for you. And that it took her a second, but she was like, oh, you're so right. Like that is just, yeah, I'm not your audience. Like, of course, like you could take photos of flowers and pretty buildings or whatever. And yeah, that's what I want to hang up in my home. But like, for queer people they want to see queer shit and I was like yes and so she had a conversation then with her friends because her friend was like I want to support Ryan and I was on his website to like look for a print but like there's not much for me and she was like well Connie like we're not his audience and so that whole we're not his audience I'm like I want to be your audience why can't you see two men holding hands or two women kissing and why can't that also move you in a way does that make any sense no it totally yeah. is i think yeah. it's like a it's it's like a more like bigger struggle especially with everything going yeah. on politically and so if you walk into a gallery or you walk into someone's home and you see like a drag queen on the wall and then you see yeah maybe like someone like choke like I don't know like something like that where it is more intimate moments of queer culture and that's like in a home why why can't it be like we don't have to be hidden in the bathrooms and that's where like the queer art goes like we can be in a living room we can be in a bedroom we can be anywhere but not in the closet <laughs> fair <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that though. Yeah, All right. <laughs> All right. Time to end the podcast. <laughs> and uh, that note, um, thank you so much for coming on our show. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to know thank you. Thank y'all. No, this was so fun. Where can the kids find you on social media? At Rude Polaroids, Insta, Twitter. I if you find the other Twitter, good on you talk to literally any drag queen they've found it so <laughs> and they, they'll tell me they found it so <laughs> and on that note i was martyr <laughs> i was temper and this is wicked out
I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Drag the Martyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to dragthemartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you. (laughs) 